0: What is up everyone, it's Quinn here, and in this video I'm gonna be going through my week 13 running back start sits. So talking about every single week 13 matchup, every single fantasy relevant running back, listing them as either a start, fringe option, or a sit. These starts are gonna be the players you feel confident firing up as either your running back one or your running back two. The fringe plays, maybe these guys are filling in for players on bye, injuries, whatever it may be. They're more of like the RB3 type, but they could slide into your lineup. Sits are going to be the running backs that you would prefer to keep on your bench. I'll also have the wide receivers out today. Any fantasy questions, drop them down below. But let's dive right into the Thursday night matchup. The Seahawks taking on the Cowboys. And for the Seahawks here, I'm currently going to be leaning towards uh, Kenneth Walker, not suiting up for this one. I don't think it's impossible for him to play, I would probably though lean towards him missing a second week here, and if he does miss, I think Zach Charbonnet is a nice start. Even though it's a tough matchup, his usage was very, very impressive on Thanksgiving. Also in a tough matchup, he had an 88% snap share, 72% raw participation. He saw 14 of the 16 running back carries, four of the five running back targets. So even in a bad matchup, that type of usage is definitely startable week to week. Then on the other side for the Cowboys, firing up Tony Pollard. After he had the rough stretch, he's had back-to-back really nice performances, so I think you continue to fire him up as a nice running back one, especially with uh, six teams on bye this week. Now, pivoting over to the Chargers-Patriots matchup. For the Chargers here, I have Eckler as a start. I think Eckler has maybe slipped a little bit, um, kind of, you know, fallen off potentially, but he is still the clear Chargers running back one. He's going to have receiving usage. He'll have touched on upside week to week. So definitely still a starting option for me. For the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson has kind of established a pretty nice role here as a nice fantasy running back two. Obviously the uh, Patriots offense is going to limit his overall ceiling, but I still think he's a nice weekly play coming off a really nice week 12 game and then sitting Ezekiel Elliott as their uh, clear running back two. Now looking at the Lions-Saints matchup, for the Lions, kind of a game script that I did not expect in their Thanksgiving matchup. I thought they were going to go ahead early on the Packers. I believe they were larger than touchdown favorites. That is not the way that game played out. I thought Jameer Gibbs and Dave Montgomery would just be pounding the ball towards the end of the game. Like I said, did not play out that way. I still think you go back to the well here with both of these guys as very strong options. Even in a somewhat tougher matchup here against the Saints, both guys are going to have solid workloads. David Montgomery more on the ground, Jameer Gibbs adding that uh, receiving upside there, and both guys with some uh, goal line touchdown upside. And then for the Saints here, this Saints offense is very banged up. You have Michael Thomas on IR, Chris Olave is at risk of missing this game, same thing with Rashid Shaheed. Alvin Kamara could really turn into a, a target funnel here in week 13, so definitely got to fire him up as a running back one. Now looking at the Falcons taking on the Jets, this was a really nice breakout game for Bijan Robinson. I guess he's already broken out, but it was nice to see coming off the bye. He has strong usage both on the ground and through the air. I expect him to keep it rolling rest of season and then going to be sitting Tyler Algier. Not really one of those matchups where I want to start like the second running back in a pretty limited workload, just getting work on the ground would prefer to just look at other options there at the running back position for the Jets. Brees Hall kind of goes out and salvages another game, at least in PPR scoring. He has a way to do that. Even if he's not breaking off those big plays or getting into the end zone, he'll find a way to not just totally tank your uh, fantasy day. I still think you fire him up as a start here at worst as like a high-end running back too even though this jets offense has just looked so bad somehow they were worse with a boyle out there so obviously not a great situation around him but i just think he is uh too talented to sit now looking at the cardinals taking on the steelers for this cardinals team i have james connor as a fringe option when you're looking at his week 12 usage it definitely didn't look great just looking at the raw numbers he only had a 42 percent snap share he had 11 of the 23 total running back opportunities, so less than 50% of the running back opportunities. And Michael Carter actually only played three fewer snaps than James Conner. The way that I'm looking at it is a lot of that was due to the Cardinals getting blown out. So a lot of Michael Carter's touches and, you know, snaps came in the fourth quarter where they were already out of it, had kind of taken James Conner out of the game. In more competitive game scripts, I do expect James Conner to be the clear-cut running back one. Even though the Steelers have a nice record, I wouldn't be shocked if this was a somewhat competitive game, at least in a spot where you know they're not knowing they're losing heading into the fourth quarter. Um, but I do think it's hard to be super confident that he's going to have this super nice workload moving forward, especially with the Cardinals offense struggling. Only 18.3 points per game with Kyler at quarterback. So I still think James Conner's a decent like RB3, but definitely not someone I'm firing up with a lot of confidence. And then going to be sitting Amari Di Mercado and Michael Carter. And then for the Steelers here, I actually have both Jalen Warren and Najee Harris as starts. Now, some of this is due to the nice matchup here against the Cardinals and the fact that there are six teams on bye. So the, you know, the threshold for start is going to be lowered a little bit. Um, But we saw the Steelers have their first game with Nomad Canada. This was pretty much a 50-50 split. We didn't see much change in how these running backs were utilized. Najee had the better fantasy day this week, and was actually the more efficient back, which really has not happened a ton throughout this season. But I still think uh, Jalen Warren's the better option moving forward. I just think he's the better back. I think he has more receiving upside, and the touchdowns are going to be somewhat similar. Probably a slight edge to Najee in that department, but I do just think with the matchup here against the Cardinals, both these running backs are going to be decent, like back-end running back two options. Now pivoting over to a divisional matchup between the Colts and the Titans, we're just going to be starting these teams' clear-cut running back ones. So Jonathan Taylor coming off, I believe, a two-touchdown performance, continues to have a solid workload in that Colts offense, fire him up sitting zach moss there as they're running back too and then for the titans derrick henry with a nice touchdown performance didn't necessarily put it together in terms of yardage but got the job done for fantasy we've seen over the last few weeks he does have a decent ceiling but the floor is also very very low but definitely still someone you're firing up as a start in your fantasy lineups and then going to be uh sitting tajay spears Next up is gonna be the Dolphins taking on the Commanders. And for the Dolphins here, we did not see Devon A. Chan. Um, I think it was the Black Friday game. Did not see him play in week 12. We saw Raheem Mostert take a pretty solid workload. He had a big fantasy day. Jeff Wilson also uh, kind of mixed in there. It seems like Devon A. Chan actually could have played in that game, they are just kind of being cautious. They really want that knee to be 100% moving forward. So I do think he has a decent shot to return this week. I understand why you may be hesitant to fire him up in your lineup because you know just a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago you fired him up he got pretty much nothing done in your lineup and then left early with an injury so i understand why it may be a little bit you know concerning unnerving for me if devon Achan is active i'm firing him up i think they're clearly being patient with him so if they think he's good to go i'm fine with that and also i just don't think you can sit his weekly ceiling he's been so impressive when he's been on the field getting a solid workload i just wouldn't be able to sit him so i'd be firing up both a chan and raheem mostert and then uh sitting jeff wilson we'll see what happens if a chan can't play maybe you can make an argument for jeff wilson as like a fringe play but i wouldn't be super uh, stoked about it and then for the uh, commanders here gonna be starting brian robinson he's been a solid running back to play this could end up being like the Antonio Gibson game script going up against the Dolphins here if they end up trailing, but I still think B-Rob is going to be the better option regardless. Um, the next game is going to be the Broncos taking on the Texans. And for the uh, Broncos here, Javante saw a pretty solid usage in a game script that definitely favored him in week 12. 18 carries, five targets. They went ahead early on to the Browns, we're holding on to that lead. I do think that if the Broncos go down early in this game, or you know some games moving forward, that we could see Samaj Piran get more work. But this will probably be a pretty competitive game here between the Broncos and the uh, Texans, and also somewhat of a plus for uh, Javante Williams that it looks like Julio McLaughlin is potentially getting phased out of the rotation. Only two snaps um, in week 12, so just another back you don't really have to worry about. If it's just a two-man split between Javante and Samaje Pirine, with Javante taking most of the opportunities, that's a much better situation than some sort of like gross uh, three-headed committee. Now on the other side for the Texans here, I have Devin Singletary as a start. We saw Damian Pierce make his return, but Singletary held on to that clear running back one role. He had an 82% snap share, 76% route participation, he didn't see a huge workload on the ground. Actually, him and Pierce were pretty much neck and neck in terms of carries. But a lot of that was just due to the trailing game script. They were down pretty much the entire game to the Jaguars. So they went pretty pass heavy. But we saw him get super involved as a pass catcher. Um, seven targets. Damien Pierce was not a factor as a pass catcher. So I think Devin Singletary is the better option moving forward. I feel like he's earned that role. And it seems like the uh, texans kind of agree with that with him operating there as the top dog maybe damien pierce starts to eat into that workload a little bit but i honestly be surprised if it's like 50 50 i think Devin singletary has control of it at least at this point now looking at a divisional matchup between the panthers and the buccaneers for the panthers even though it feels gross i have chuba hubbard here as a fringe option looking at week 12 Um, Hubbard and Sanders split the carries pretty much 50-50, but we saw Hubbard have a 63% snap share and then a 68% route participation was targeted five times compared to only one target for Miles Sanders. So if their workload on the ground is going to be similar, but Chuba Hubbard is way more involved as a pass catcher, I definitely think he's the better fantasy option. Now we do have to acknowledge here the shakeup with the coaching staff. So with that shakeup the week 12 usage may actually be irrelevant like they may totally switch things up here um who knows i will say though that running back coach deuce staley who got fired you'd assume that he was the guy who went out wanted to bring in miles sanders so if he's gone i wouldn't be shocked if maybe this you know the new people coming in or you know within the building may prefer chuba hubbard because if the guy who brought in sanders is gone Maybe they really just kind of bury Sanders' rest of season. But I think it's definitely a lot up in the air at this point. Who knows? I wouldn't be shocked if it goes more in Hubbard's favor, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it's still some sort of like gross committee. But I still think in a carry split with the receiving upside, Hubbard is probably the better option here because it kind of covers him in both game scripts. They go behind. He can be used as a pass catcher. If they're ahead, he can still log some carries on the ground. Now, on the other side of this matchup with Rashad White, He just continues to put together solid fantasy games, so I think you fire him up as a really nice option here going up against the Panthers. The next matchup is gonna be the Browns taking on the Rams, and for the Browns, I have Jerome Ford as a a pretty solid start here. He had great usage in week 12, 70% snap share, 77% route participation. I do think the game script probably played a role there. They were trailing against the Broncos. Um, but Ford has pretty consistently been the better option over Kareem Hunt, so he's going to be my start sitting Kareem Hunt, and then for the Rams here, I mean, there was some talk about maybe Kyron Williams' role was going to be limited in his first game back, and I guess it was somewhat limited. He didn't completely dominate the snaps like we'd seen in previous weeks, but fantasy-wise, it did not matter. 16 carries for 143 yards, six targets, six receptions, 61 yards, and two receiving touchdowns, 61 yards through the air. Um, My problem with Kyron Williams kind of early on in the season was that he wasn't necessarily putting up top production with his usage. The usage was great and it was leading to nice fantasy production. But in terms of like real life NFL, he wasn't playing at a super high level. He completely flipped that script on Sunday. He looked amazing, was playing at a super high level. He's definitely someone you have to be starting moving forward. Even in a bad matchup here against the Browns, he probably will be a running back one for me in terms of my uh, weekly rankings. Now the next matchup, probably the most anticipated matchup of the week, 49ers taking on the Eagles. Um, Looking at the uh, 49ers here, pretty clear. CMC fire him up as the running back one. And then similar thing here with the Eagles, DeAndre Swift, really nice weekly running back one. Even though both of these guys are going to be drawing tough matchups, I'm not overly concerned. Definitely still playing both of those guys. Next is going to be the uh, Chiefs taking on the Packers. I believe this is the uh, Sunday night game. Looking at the Chiefs here, Isaiah Pacheco coming off a solid game. You fire him up as a nice weekly running back too. And then for the Packers here, Aaron Jones was described as week to week. So I wouldn't be shocked if we don't see him here um, in week 13. If it's no Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon had solid usage um, on Thanksgiving. I think he's startable as like a running back too. If it's Aaron Jones coming back, really kind of shakes some things up. We'll have to see how the reports progress. Will he be back to a normal workload? So a lot still up in the air there. This is obviously going to be assuming that uh, Aaron Jones does not play. And then going to be sitting Patrick Taylor. Saw some decent snaps, but definitely wasn't competing with Dylan in terms of the uh, overall opportunities. And then the final game of the week here, Bengals taking on the Jaguars. For the Bengals, Joe Mixon kept his solid workload. Obviously, the efficiency is going to suffer. The touchdown upside is going to suffer. I think he's more of like a mid-to-back-end RB2 this week, but I do still think he's uh, playable in your fantasy lineups. And then for the Jaguars here, Travis Etienne since the bye week definitely hasn't been great. I still think he's startable. It seems like they're starting to watch his touches a little bit. Personally, I'd still feel confident playing him as at worst like a high-end running back too. I think he will start to pick it up here. Um, Dearness Johnson was looking like the clear running back too, so a potential waiver wire pickup um, is like a handcuff, but I am still rolling here with Travis Etienne and then going to be sitting Dearness Johnson. So that's going to wrap it up for all of the uh, week 13 running back matchups. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, Uh, check out the wide receivers. Quarterbacks, tight ends will be out tomorrow. Thank you all for stopping by. I will see you in the next one.